Hello again. It is your favorite podcast, Ryan and Michelle. Quit hitting me. He's abusive. It was more like a Ric Flair chest chop. It was not a hit. It was consensual. I feel like we got three major pieces of information we gotta get off our chest right now. One, Justin Rohde wanted to refute the fact that last week I said I created him and turned him into the CrossFit machine he is. I asked him to be on the podcast this week. He did not show. I feel like he, he knows. There's no refuting it. I am what created him into the monster he is. Oh, Rebuttal? my goodness. You asked him to be on the podcast and he didn't show? Twice. I brought it up twice in conversation. We just decided we were doing this two minutes ago. No, I brought it up multiple times over the last seven days. He's had plenty of chances. That, in my mind, is he's admitting his guilt that I created him. So, that's first piece of information. Second piece. Last night was my first 7.30 p.m. CrossFit class. And uh, we had our largest turnout ever for a class on a weeknight. Pretty confident. That's because everyone wouldn't come see me. Michelle, oh Michelle does not feel that's the reason. Definitely not. But I feel like when I announce we're coming to 7.30, we have our largest class turnout ever on a weeknight. You put two and two together. It was me. No one knew you were going. I told people. You told one person. No. Maybe I, two. I, I put it on Instagram. Follow him on Instagram, by the way. I don't even know my login name, but I know I posted <laughs> it there. And the third piece of information is related to last night's 7.30 class. Michelle is making me publicly apologize. A shoe may or may not have been thrown at Nicole Pullman because she made us do 10 minutes of synchronized burpees. I feel like it was justifiable. I told her I was going to throw... I said I was going to throw a shoe at her. She put burpees on the board, and she did worse than that. It was 10 straight minutes of synchronized burpees. And she conveniently put Justin on my team, which you know darn well is a death sentence. But wait, now, wait. I, 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 I said I'm apologizing. That doesn't mean I mean it. You still haven't apologized. You've Nicole, just stated what happened. Nicole, I'm sorry I threw a shoe at you, but I warned you I was going to throw a shoe at you. So I feel like it's justifiable. There was a warning shot. It has been brought to my attention. It was very immature of me. And I should <laughs> probably act more mature. However, we all know that's never going to happen. No, no. But at least you're getting an apology. So I'm sorry I threw a shoe at you. You do it again, I'll throw two shoes at you. But on to real business. Tonight's podcast is on scaling. I feel like it's something we don't ever talk about or really have never talked about. And um, the more I've read into it this week, it's like you need a PhD because some of these, uh, they, they put a lot of thought into scaling workouts. We're not going to get into all that, though. I apologize. I am not that smart. I don't have enough knowledge on it. But we're going to give you a very brief overview of how to properly scale workouts and what it actually means. So to start with that, I found a very good definition on scaling a workout. Workouts are scaled to preserve the intended stimuli despite athletes' limitations, such as lack of experience, injury, illness, or range of motion. A properly scaled workout safely maximizes 
relative intensity, such as load, speed, range of motion, to continue developing increased work capacity despite the limitations. A long-term goal of scaling is to create the ability to perform the workouts as prescribed. Thought that was a darn good definition. I would agree. So, the basic premise of scaling is when they put the prescribed workout up there, let's just throw out an example, three rounds, 10 reps at 225, 165 on deadlift, and 10 pull-ups. If your one rep max on deadlift for a male is 250, you're probably not going to be doing 225 30 times in a workout efficiently. Or, for that matter, if you can only do two to three pull-ups at a time, doing 30 pull-ups is probably pretty difficult. So in that case, lots of options here. What do you think, Coach? My first suggestion would be to drop the reps on pull-ups. Because you're still going to be getting a good workout. If you can only do five pull-ups and the workout calls for ten, then drop down the reps so you're still getting the same stimuli of doing the pull-ups. But you're just not doing as many reps to where you're going to fail the workout, essentially. I guess a lot depends, too, on how close you are on the pull-ups, too. Mm -hmm. That's true. There's a lot of variability in that. Yeah, what one size does not fit most in scaling. Everybody's going to have a unique... Mm-hmm. everything literally yes i know especially on like if it's 225 and you're doing 10 reps i mean you have two options you can either drop the weight a little bit or cut the reps obviously you don't want to cut your reps because that's how you're going to you know get the range of motion in and mm-hmm. doing them cutting your weight's probably going to be best mm-hmm. so the intended stimuli is a heavy deadlift So you don't want to, on the same scale, you don't want to scale it down so much to where you're doing, you're flying through 10 reps, you're not winded at all, because then you're losing the stimuli of the workout. Yes. Which brings me to my next point. Sorry. No, you're good. You led me right into this. Easiest way I find to see if people are scaling or are Xing their workout properly I pulled up just a workout we had done, I don't know, probably been about a month ago. And the men's RX was, it was a 20 minute aim rep. The men's RX was eight rounds plus three to 10 rounds. So it was pretty tight grouped. Uh, The women's, if you looked at the scaled going down, they were all in the mid to high sevens. So everybody was fairly well grouped between 7 to 10 rounds in that 20-minute workout. Now, if you had somebody who did 15 rounds or the same token did 5 rounds, if you RX and only did 5 rounds, you probably should have scaled that workout. Because I guess the basic way to put it is if the people that did 8 to 10 rounds and they got done with that workout are hitting the ground, they're breathing heavy, and you did five and you're yeah tired or whatever you you didn't get the intended stimulus of that workout Mm -hmm. 
the same time, if you scaled it and you went way too light on that workout and you did 15 rounds of it and you get done, you feel great, you didn't get the intended stimuli of that workout. I think it's really important to know not to go too light if you're scaling or at the same token, if you think you can RX it, know you can RX it and don't be ashamed to drop the weight and scale it. Because they go both ways. If you're not picking the appropriate weight or the right amount of the motion, you're not going to get what the workout's intending you to do. And you're not going to grow from that. Um, it's really hard to decide sometimes, but I think once you do more of every movement, you know your body better and you're going to know what weights you're at and you're going to know what your one rep maxes are. So you can probably guess what like 80%, 70% max is. Mm-hmm. and do that in your workouts but I think there's not a lot of people that talk about how to scale appropriately I think everybody is if they're going to scale out there's like well I'm just going to pick a weight that's light and do it mm-hmm. and I don't think there's a lot of thought that goes into sometimes like why am I picking that weight or maybe should I go a little higher because the time the time you find out the workout's over is too late mm-hmm. or a lot of times we're automatically just dropping the weight and I think people are afraid to drop the reps or haven't thought about dropping the reps and that's always a good option is to drop the reps and I um you'll still get the movement even like for instance double unders if you're just starting to get your double unders or doing them for time um because getting a hundred double unders in when you're just learning them is going to take you maybe the whole AMRAP and then you're not going to get the other movements in. But drop the reps. So that way you're still practicing the movement. Because the only way that you're going to get better is through practicing it. Yeah. And I know most of the workouts through CompTrain even tell you, like, especially double unders. If it's 100 double unders, it might say right in that workout, you can do two minutes of double under attempts. You know, get the two minutes of repetition in, but don't burn yourself out and waste the workout on one movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we had a workout that I thought of it last Monday. Three rounds, 400 meter runs, 12 dumbbell power snatches, and 21 single dumbbell squats. I know in this workout, the main point of it is you want to do your dumbbell snatches and your dumbbell squats. The 400 meter run is literally thrown in there just to get your heart rate up, to get you fatigued. So if you were, a, you know, if you're new to this, cut down your running before you cut down your reps on the movements. Like the movements are the important part of the workout. The running is not that important. It's literally just there to be a pain in your butt pretty much. So if you were really struggling with that, Instead of doing 400, do a 200-meter run. Like, don't waste all your time trying to run a 400. And then you get back, and you're gassed, and your gas tank's empty, and you're struggling to get through your new movements of the snatches. Because that's the important thing. You forgot to mention, it was also a heavy dumbbell yes, snatch. Yes, they were 70-pound dumbbell snatches. So it was a heavier, it was a heavier dumbbell. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, too they see those snatches and if they're new to it they get kind of intimidated and they'll immediately go to a super light dumbbell which is fine if you're just starting but you got to make sure you're picking something appropriate enough to where you're learning the movements and still pushing yourself a little bit um they only did 
12 dumbbell snatches because it was a heavier versus doing yeah. something like 21. Yeah, so, so totally you're going to do 18 per arm. So it wasn't a lot of... There's three oh, rounds. Three rounds, yeah, gotcha. So. God, if you listen to me, you'd know this. Oh my gosh. So you wouldn't be so confusing. I literally... <laughs> I bet anybody who listens to this podcast, you probably heard me say three rounds. <laughs> Marital bliss. He loves me. God, night. Now I forgot where I was at here. Oh, anywho, back to the point. Thanks, Michelle, for getting us all topic and turn this into dumpster fire. The dumbbell snatches. I know I can do 70-pound dumbbell snatches, but I knew going into that workout that 36 total was going to be pushing it kind of close because we had worked out pretty hard the day before, and I was... I mean, I was pretty tanked. So I dropped to 60. And I know after that workout, the first thing I said when I came home was I probably shouldn't have scaled. Like, I probably should have done 70. And then, I mean, it's going to be a battle you fight all the time. You just, you need to try to pick appropriate the best you can. It's not always going to be right. There's times I go to a workout and I RX it. And halfway through, I'm like, yeah, I should have scaled this. And there's times where I scale it and come home. Like, well, that was way too easy I should probably go run 17 miles a night because I can do that because I'm a beast you can't run 17 miles a night who are you trying to fool here you want to bet go well it's a late <laughs> I just had to, I just had to... I'll find you sleeping in the kids tree house let's get real <laughs> I would run 17 miles right now just because Justin can't how do you know he can't I know he can't it think, doesn't if, matter if, what if, Justin can do. It does. It really does. <laughs> oh my Justin, gosh. if you're when you when you hear this finally, uh, if you want to run with me, seventeen miles will prove my point to Michelle. And if you do do it, then it proves my point from before that I am what pushes you to become the beast you are. Either way, I win. So take that. Yeah, sort of thought. So anywho, something to think about. During workouts, when you're going to scale, put a little more thought into anything. I mean, cutting down a couple reps or adding weight, lowering your weight. Um, I mean, you can literally do anything to scale. The important part is you want to make sure you're getting the intended stimulus out of the workout that it's intended to. You don't want to be the person that dies five minutes into a 20-minute workout because you went too heavy or too fast or same token you don't want to be the person that does the workout everybody else is dying of respiratory failure and you're like oh well that was easy because I did a 20 pound dumbbell and probably could have done 60 I mean make sure you're pushing yourself a little bit to get what's intended out of the workout I mean that's the reason they're there mm-hmm. if you have questions you could ask coach Michelle she thinks she knows everything I would probably recommend asking Nicole. Nice. I threw a shoe at her. I have to be nice. (laughs) I feel like I owe her that much. I haven't thrown a shoe at you yet. Oh, you've thrown plenty of shoes at me? You put burpees on that board. You see what happens. Sweet. I'll throw a toddler at you. (laughs) I have no attachment to our three-year-old. She'll go flying across the room. She'll love it. 
Just kidding, child services. I'd never throw my kid. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add? You've been awful quiet. No, that's all. Well, still looking for guests to replace Michelle. She's a little too quiet. But until next time. <laughs> Thanks for that hit again. It was a Ric Flair chest job. Keep your suggestions coming, though. We did have like five or six suggestions last week for topics, so we are going to start putting something together for those. And the goals board is up. Yes, the goals board is up. I said it would be a week, and by God, I actually did it this time. I'm on it. So get your goals on that board, too. Kind of like all those house projects that you said you were going to do. They're done. They're done. (laughs) Shut up, Michelle. So, yeah, we will uh, see you again in about a week, and... Yeah, bring your topics in. We'll get them on. See ya.